Welcome to the Rally Hunt Club. Now, this episode is about a buck I talked about on the previous episode, a buck that we call Sway. Um, I mentioned in the previous episode that we had a lot of um, photos and, and information about this deer, and because that episode dealt with the end of the year trail survey results, um, we didn't have time to go in there. But once I started looking at all this data, I was amazed at what kind of patterning and what kind of behavior information you could find from this data. So anyway, let me start at the beginning. Now back back May of 2010, we um, we planted some soybeans and some corn. Back when it came up around May 15th, we started getting pictures of a buck that we called Mr. Potential or Mr. P for short. Now he was running around with another buck called No Brow Jr. And I was lucky enough to harvest No Brow Jr. back in November. But anyway, we have pictures of these, these two bucks, mainly Mr. Potential. And I'm going to show you later on, we basically had pictures from the time they started growing their antlers, which is around the middle of May, all the way up until they shed out around, you know, all the way mid-August on um, September 1st. I can't remember those dates right off the top of my head. But anyway, um... So we had this pictures of these bucks. Well, around mid-September, he disappeared. Uh, apparently, he rubbed out his velvet. Um, we came to the conclusion that the testosterone was running through his body. Another buck probably ran him off from that territory. And we didn't get any pictures of him. Uh, you know, we didn't get any more photos of him. So he was gone. So we figured he moved on to another territory where he could be more dominant. Anyway, a friend of mine put his cameras back out in November, in December, and he said he got a photo of it, but it was during the Christmas holidays. I didn't pay no attention. So I came back from the Christmas break, and we put our cameras back out, and we started getting photos right at the January 13th, 14th, 15th of this buck that looked similar, but we didn't think it was the same deer because we just didn't think it was the same deer. It was on the other side of the club, and you know we started calling this buck sway and we should have looked at the photos and compared them but because of our schedules we're just too busy so then we started running this end of the year trail camera survey and we got the results back and when i started looking at the results i had time i went back and i compared the two bucks together lo and behold mr potential is sway and once we started looking at the habits of how the deer move around on the club these three weeks Sure enough, it was the same summer pattern that he had. So apparently he went off somewhere during the rut and he came back and now he's back into his pattern that he was before he, you know, before the rut, before, actually before he rubbed the um, velvet off his antlers. So this is interesting. So this episode I'm going to show you next the, um, is, is the photos that we had of him growing his antlers. And then next, I'm going to show you a Google Earth of all the photos and the way he moves around the club. We had um, 31 events over three weeks, and we had on five different camera locations. And what I mean by event is if he shows up at one time and he eats the corn for 15 minutes and then he leaves, that's one event. So we had 31 events at five different stations. And I want to go through those and show you how he moved around and the timeline of that. It's a very interesting study. I've never had this much data on a buck. 
So welcome to Rally Hunt Club and now let's look at the um, antler growth um, from May till September of last year. And we're really excited about this buck because hopefully he'll stick around. We're going to try to get some supplement feed in front of him since he likes these feed stations. Maybe we can get him to grow 20-25 more inches of um, antlers. But anyway, here's his antler growth of um, 2010. Here's a picture of uh, Sway. This is the first picture we realized it was him back in May 28th. Like I said before, we had pictures of him from May 28th all the way up to September 23rd. And that's when we, he disappeared. Um, he's a nice three and a half old buck. Um, we're going to keep calling him Sway because we just like that better in Mr. Potential. I measured his horns from one of these trail camera pictures using the buck score software. And it came out to be about 127. So, which is a real nice score. So, that software has been proven to be plus or minus five points. So I still are a nice buck. So here he is. These are the last pictures we had before he went away and then he came back. Now we're going to talk about the um, trail camera survey and his moving pattern. This first station is Margie's feeder. And as you can see in that Google Earth that I just drew, it started off on January 26. These pictures are the 26th and the 27th when we first had him. Okay. Now we're going to move on. As you can see, he went. he's somewhere between Margie's feeder and the ridge feeder. So the next series of photos that we had was at him at the ridge. And once again, he actually showed up the morning of the 27th of January and also the 28th. All right, the next one is going to across the highway to what we call the gap. And you can see my little animation that I figured out how to do in Google Earth. And these are five camera locations on this Google Earth spot. Okay. This photo was the 28th of January. And we think he goes out there and beds down in that thick um, um, clear cut that actually was replanted and it's about five years old of pines. All right, so now he heads toward the gap. As you can see, these five cameras, we had 31 events over three weeks. So that's 31 different times he was at these five different locations. This one's at the boneyard, what we call the boneyard. He looks good in every photo. And um, basically, you know, studying these photos, he was going back and forth between these stations. Okay, the next one is he goes back to the um, back to the gap, and this these photos are on the 29th. And like I said, we we strongly believe that he was bet he's bedding somewhere over here between the um, the boneyard and the gap. And as you can see, some of these photos are during the day. This is at six o'clock in the evening. And, you know, he go, it looks like he goes and beds down for about six hours. And he comes back at about 1.30 that night and just hits the corn again. All right. And then what's he do? He goes back to the other corn pile at the boneyard. Okay. He's traveling with that little bitty buck. All right. And then next, he, um, he, just, he just goes back to the gap again. Now, with these trail cameras, you can pattern 
these deer like this, but I've never had 31 events where I could actually figure out in Google Earth which way he was moving around. So it's kind of interesting when you watch the Google Earth draw the maps of where he goes to see his behavior. Okay, now he's going back across the highway. Let me see where he's going. And he's going back toward the ridge on the 31st. Now, if you notice these times, it looks like he's feeding about every six to eight hours. Of course, you know, getting him elsewhere. Now, where does he go? Now he's going back toward, back toward the gap. All right. This is actually on February 1st. Right at 5.15. Right at um, when it's starting to get dark. Uh, 6.15, I mean. I'm sorry. Alright. Now he goes back down to the boneyard. It's 6 o'clock in the morning. Alright. Now on my Google Earth. He goes back to the gap. It's 6 o'clock in the evening. So what's he doing between those two times? I don't know. I really believe he's bedded down. He's got a full belly, he's got a full belly of corn, and he's happy. Now he goes across the highway, okay, and he heads over here to Margie's, back to Margie's feeder where we had all the soybeans planted this summer. Now I believe he's back over here because the corn piles he, at the boneyard and at the gap He's ate all the corn at both locations, so now he's going to get back on the feeders. Alright, he's going to head back to the ridge feeder. Alright, February 2nd. Now he's going to go across the drain over to the middle gate. And he's heading toward the middle gate feeder. Alright. And this is February 5th. And he stays over there February 5th, February 6th, and February 7th. And February 8th it looks like. Okay. All right, now he's going to head back over to the ridge feeder on February 9th. One o'clock during the day. Like I said, I believe it or not, he's bedding down for six to eight hours, and then he's getting up, and he's browsing, and he's hitting the feeders again. So he's definitely bedding around these feeders and along these lines, as you can see on the Google Earth. Alright, he's going to head back across to the right middle gate feeder again on February 10th. So the corn piles across the highway, he's he him and those other deer have eaten all the corn. So that now he's going to get back on the, on the timer feeder and get to where they're at. 
But it looks like he did go back across just to check on it one more time back at the gap. And that one's February 10th at 614 in the evening. Now he's at this feeder at 614 through 616. So he heads back over to the ridge feeder. And he showed the first picture at the ridge feeder is at 754. Okay. So he came, he made that track in about an hour. I guess just easing around, looking for food. But anyway, you can sell he was back an hour. And then he heads over. Then he heads over to the Margie's feeder. He was at the ridge feeder last at 8 o'clock. Now he's over in Margie's feeder on the 10th at um at 10 o'clock at night. And then it looks like there's no corn there, so he's, it looks like he's heading out to the soybeans. Or he doubles back and checks. Well, actually, that's the next morning. So he headed to the soybeans, and he came back the next morning looking for the corn. All right, then he's heading to the middle gate, the right middle gate. Now this next series of photos, somewhere between the right middle gate and him heading back to the ridge feeder, he um he shed his antlers because these next series of photos, you'll see he doesn't have his antlers. So I wish it wasn't so thick in those pines or we could try to find his antlers, but I don't, you can see from his Google Earth pattern, he moves around so much. It's no telling where he was between the um, February 11th and February 13th. But these are cool pictures. I've never gotten photos of one like this before losing his antlers and being so visible on the camera. And finally, on the 15th, we've got him going back to Margie's feeder. So it looks like these last few um these last few days he's just going between Margie's feeder, right middle gate feeder, and the ridge feeder. And this is on the fifteenth. And we pulled the we'll pull the camera cards right after this. So I thought this was interesting to show how he just moving around and how we had so many different events of this one deer. Here's a picture of uh, Sway. This is the first picture we realized it was him back in May 28th. Like I said before, we had pictures of him from May 28th all the way up to September 23rd. And that's when we, he disappeared. Um, he's a nice three-and-a-half-old buck. Um, we're going to keep calling him Sway because we just like that better in Mr. Potential. I measured his horns from one of these trail 